Mother Night by Kurt Vonnegut. We're going to use this podcast to talk about the bigger discussion questions and go over plot points, mainly in class. So this will be a resource for you for your essay topics, um, for some of the shorter writings that we're going to do, as well as preparation for any class discussions that we're going to have. So this space will be primarily used for our bigger thought questions, analytical questions that are going to drive our study of the novel. I want to start off with the introduction today as we review chapters one through four, as well as the introduction and editor's note. Kurt Vonnegut starts off this, this novel with the quote, we are what we pretend to be, so we must be careful about what we pretend to be. We're going to spend at least the class or the first half of class really diving into what this means. Uh, I think this is a very complicated idea, but one that does pertain to not just this novel, but how we live our lives as well. Um, this novel, which is going to be talking about a man named uh, Howard Campbell and his role uh, in Nazi Germany during World War II, is going to revert back to this quote a lot. So as we meet a variety of characters, I want us to keep this quote in mind. We are what we pretend to be, so we must be careful about what we pretend to be. We know from the lesson I gave already that Kurt Vonnegut's uh, experience during World War II is very present in this work, and I do think that that should not be lost in you as you're reading these stories. Uh, his tone and, and tenor during this novel uh, tends to be you know, kind of a dark humor, but I don't think we should lose the seriousness that is sometimes mixed in with his humor. As we get to the editor's note, I want us to take a couple no I, a pause to kind of make sure we understand where the title of the book comes from, uh, where Mother Night comes from, and we're going to go over that passage in class as well as the dedication, which I think is really important for us to understand uh, what is going on and why in this fake editor's note, uh, why Howard Campbell is switching his dedication. As we move into chapter one, uh, the biggest question I want us to focus on is how does the role of time impact how someone feels about the past? Uh, we can look into our own lives. Uh, for you guys, uh, the short amount of time you've been on this earth uh, versus maybe some of your teachers as well as myself who've been here a little bit longer, you know, how do you view the past? Uh, and while many of us or none of us have gone through anything close to what the characters of this novel have, have gone through in World War II, um, how do you look at the the past and how is, you know, that there, we, there's that cliche that time heals all wounds. Uh, what role does time play as we look back on our lives? Uh, that's one of the questions we're going to explore. In chapter two, we have three thought questions we're going to really look at. Uh, can a person dehumanize themselves? Uh, that's something that we're going to really talk about, this idea that if someone's doing a job, and we'll talk about this when, as we talk about the idea of survival, if they're doing a job, you know, what does dehumanization look like? And while we talk about dehumanization sometimes in the idea of what something, someone or something is doing to someone else or an individual, uh, can a person do that to themselves? And what does that look like? And we're going to spend some time exploring that. The other two questions for chapter two are, can circumstances break the mind? If so, how? I, I think a lot of us are going to dive right into the idea of stress and anxiety and what that can do to someone and change their normal. And, and I do mean that when we talk about this, like stress can change 
what normal is and what is a normal behavior or normal reaction. And I want us to kind of analyze this section uh, while we, we learn about the, the variety of men uh, in the early parts of this novel. Uh, the other question we're going to look at is how do we as outsiders comprehend the, the incomprehensible? So in this case, when we, we talk about the Holocaust, we talk about what was seen during World War II, and these men try to explain what they did and the, the jobs they held and how they survived it. I, from an outsider perspective, how, how do we make sense of it? Because uh, I don't believe that just saying, oh, this was awful or this was bad, um, will ever really be able to fully grasp what happened. Uh, and as well, as much empathy as we're going to try to put forth and look at it that way, I, I do think it's important to kind of analyze this idea of, of what it means to comprehend something that ultimately, unless you experience it, isn't going to fully resonate with the person. It's just going to be something that they learn about, they read about, and it, and it just is impossible to sort of have those feelings as deeply entrenched as someone who went through it. So how do we make sense of that and how do we relate or help those people who went through it? And how do we think about that role uh, in society overall? You know, one of our themes for this semester is uh, how a, a person's role in the world as well as how a person knows themselves. And I want to focus on that second portion of this is the role of knowing oneself and how important that is uh, and we're going to look at that throughout this text. When we get to chapter three, we're going to look at one major question. Uh, what are people willing to sacrifice in order to survive? I'm going to turn this question back on you and ask you to really think about what are some things that you'd be willing to sacrifice or change about your personality or person in order to, to be a survivor? Uh, and that's one of the most important questions we're going to ask in chapter three. Uh, and we'll talk about that in the context of the text but while looking at both, I want you guys to really spend some time thinking about this idea of what are some things that you would never bend on versus other things that you might be willing to sacrifice. You know, it could be just flat out everything. You'd be willing to do anything uh, to sur survive while others might feel like they would, you know, there's certain parts of their personality where they would definitely uh, take, hold, take a stance. And then in chapter four, we have two questions that we're going to look at. Uh, what is truly good and what is truly bad? We've already discussed this year with the idea that what defines good and bad is sometimes the majority. Uh, it, but deep down in a person's soul, uh, do they have an understanding what, what is naturally good and what is naturally evil? Uh, and I think we're going to talk about this idea. Uh, we can talk about the idea of soul in general. Uh, but is there a, a natural good and a natural wrong? I think we're going we're gonna to focus on that. And the last question is uh, how can a loss of feeling destroy a sense of humanity? Uh, and this plays into the idea of numbness as well as the role of conscious and choice uh, playing, how, playing in a, how someone sees himself in the world. Uh, I want to really focus on this last one for chapter four with this idea of a person's place in the world and what their past actions and how they impact how they see themselves, uh, see the world, and then see their place in this world. I believe that this novel has got a lot of heavy topics to discuss, and we're going to talk about these big issues as we move through it while also going through the plot. So as we discuss these bigger ideas and bigger theories, just keep an open mind and, and join into the discussion. I think you'll gain a lot from the text as we study it and as we write about it.